Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Welcome Ruby to Ruby Ray. I am your host, Jack. Real Martin, and raw conversations and for the rising global woman. I am your host, Jacqueline Norton. Welcome back to the Ruby Ray podcast. This is your host, Jacqueline Norton. So today I'm talking about astrocartography. This is one of my favorite tools for growth and growing my relationship with myself and also with the earth. And so I'm going to be talking more about this, sharing more about different lessons and uh, how we can really learn to work with these energies, archetypal energies and planetary earth energies this year. So starting off today just with kind of the basics of it and then going over the four different angles of the lines and from there I'll go deeper into planets and more specific energies but right now we'll kind of keep the overarching picture of it in case you're not very familiar with astrocartography or you've never worked with it or you're just getting started learning about it. So Carl Jung said, every part of the psyche seeks outer manifestation. So within us, we have all of these potentials. We have all of these different archetypal energies laying within us. And an archetypal energy is just something that it's like a seed point of energy, a potential expression in its universal. So it's archetypal because it exists in all of us. So these are certain patterns of energies that lie within us all. They're universal patterns of energy and we all have certain energies, certain archetypes that are stronger than others, but essentially our soul desires to express all of them in the outer world. They desire to come into outer manifestation, outer expression. And he says that those energy patterns that do not come into outer expression or manifestation, they are suppressed or repressed, they will show up in our lives as fate. And so we'll think it's fate, we'll think it's chance, but it's actually just a a repressed part of ourself coming into physical form or physical manifestation so that we can become consciously aware of it to get our attention so that we can integrate it. And so this idea lies at the basis of astrocartography because at its heart, astrocartography is about coming into our full expression of who we are, full acceptance and understanding and love of who we are, this fully rounded being like our full selfhood through the use of planetary energies and the planets serve as symbols of these archetypal energies lying within us. And so it's this idea of us living as the bridge where we are in relationship with the planets. We are always in relationship with the planets and we're also always in relationship with the earth and for a really long time we've that relationship has been skewed it's been distorted it's been forgotten we've really forgotten our relationship with the earth and we've forgotten about 
caring for her and loving her and being with her and intentionally and consciously spending time with her. This relationship has been very not tended to for a really long time. So astrocartography is a natural science that is here to help us come into greater relationship with the earth and also with the planets using our beings, our human form, our vessel as this bridge, as this unifier between the planets above and the earth below. And how our relationship with the earth in different places on the earth is a tool to help us come into this fuller expression of who we really are and also bring into fruition, bring into outer expression, bring into outer manifestation the fullness of who we are by activating the suppressed or repressed archetypal energies laying dormant within us that are just ready to be activated. They're ready to be tended to. They're ready to come out. And so it's an amazing tool to use to really feel like we're in a deep relationship with earth, with ourself, and with the planets. And so astrocartography is a lot more than just where to travel to for love or to find success or to find a greater joy of living or health or well-being and of course we all want these things we want these earthly desires are valid and there's nothing wrong with them but even further than that and beyond that is this ability that it holds to help us come into greater expression of of who we are, embracing all of our colors and all of the energies in archetypal templates laying dormant within us and to really tap into our untapped and suppressed psychological potential. And that's the exciting part to me is that we all have these different parts within us that are just brewing and they're simmering under the surface and they're ready to come out. They're ready to be seen. They're ready to come into expression in the outer world. And this is a way that we can dance with these energies and bring them into our embodiment in a really natural and authentic way and use traveling in the world and different places as an avenue of doing that. So we are all in relationship with the planets, like I said, and depending on how we view a certain planet, that will determine how much it comes out or how it manifests in our outer reality. So for example, let's say you are a very Venusian kind of person where you express love and beauty and artistic ability or creativity. Um, you're very like in touch with your feminine and comfortable expressing your feminine. You feel very at home in the feminine and this is just a very natural part of your being. So if you go to a Venusian place or if you go to a place along your Venus line, then it's going to be pretty easy for you to to tap into those energies. And if you have kind of that flow, that healthy relationship with that planet already, then it's going to come out through just feeling very at home in your feminine and feeling very artistic and creative and feeling this sense of beauty around you. And it's not going to change who you are in the sense that if you're a really 
<laughs> okay, this sounds really messed up, but whatever. I'm just going to say it and go with it. If you're a really ugly person and you don't take care of yourself and then you go to a Venusian place, it's not like all of a sudden you're going to become this supermodel overnight. But you might start to view the world with a little bit more of beauty. If you've always thought you were really ugly and talked down, berated yourself about your your physicality, then you might go to a place along your Venus line and it's not like you're all of a sudden gonna lose 100 pounds and become this beautiful person overnight, but the eyes through which you view yourself might change. So you might start seeing the beauty within yourself, seeing yourself through the lens of beauty. You might start seeing the world around you as more beautiful. You might, your eyes might open a little bit more to the flowers or your surroundings. You might tap into that beauty and harmony and grace within your surroundings. Same with Jupiter. If you've always had struggles with abundance or faith within your life, that doesn't mean that you're all of a sudden gonna move to a Jupiter line or go to a Jupiter line and win the jackpot or have all of this money instantly flowing your way, but it might mean that you are walking around and you all of a sudden feel abundant. You feel like everything that you have in this moment is enough and that you have more than enough in this moment and feel gratitude for everything that you have right now and you might start to feel a little bit more faith and hope and optimism for the future and for what's possible for you and you might feel that sense of expansiveness and limitlessness and hope again like revival in your faith in life like you finally have faith again you finally believe again and if you for example with with mars if you are not embracing your assertiveness and your courage and your bravery and your tenacity as a human being if you don't have a very strong backbone or boundaries if you're not owning that masculine assertive clear part of yourself then you go to your mars line and if that planet if that planetary energy or archetype isn't deeply embodied in you then you might come into a lot of aggressive situations or attract more violence into your reality or assertive people, people who are more Martian, have more of that Mars archetypal energy. And that's because that relationship with that planet hasn't been fully integrated and assimilated within yourself. So it's coming out and it's being projected into your outer reality because you're not yet in harmony, working in harmony and in synergy with that planet yet. So instead of you harnessing that energy within yourself and working with it and cultivating it and exercising your boundaries and your assertiveness, being able to stand up for yourself, it's going to come out and be projected into your outer reality to show you that this is a part of yourself that needs to be integrated and worked with. So basically astrocartography, it works with your horoscope. It's like if your horoscope is is put on the world map and you have all of these planetary energies going through different places in the world based on where the planets were at when you were born. It shows us that we are not caged into our horoscope, meaning we are not only defined by the place that we were born. We can go to these different places on the globe in the earth with that intention and our intention is 
so crucial in this. It's what drives that energy forward. And we can go there and we can activate these certain energies because these planets in these certain places show up in different areas of our charts in certain places. So if we go to a place where the planet is in an angular house, meaning it's in the first house, the fourth house, the tenth house, or the seventh house, then that planet being in an angular house is going to have a lot more influence on our life. So a planet that maybe didn't have a lot of influence or wasn't very strong in your chart, now in a different location can be very strong in your chart. And so that is how it helps us, that strength of the planetary energy, that's what helps us come into deeper relationship with it. And so that's what we're going to talk about today, these angular houses. And so how these planets show up in different ways in our lives based on where they are in our chart. So we have four lines that we're working with here. We have the Ascendant, which is the AC, the MC, which is the 10th house, the Descendant, which is the 7th house, and then the IC, which is the 4th house. So these four lines determine how the energy it's like where that energy, that archetypal energy, where it funnels into our life, what area of our life it streams into. So we'll start with AC on the ascendant. So if the planet is on the AC, meaning that planet is in your first house now, when a planet is on the AC, that planet shows itself in our outer personality. It becomes our identity. It becomes our embodiment. Like we become the living, breathing embodiment of that planetary energy. So the people around us will see us as the outer expression or personification of that planet. So if you go to a place with Jupiter on the AC, people will see you as the living embodiment and expression of Jupiter. So you will be like the living personification of faith, of abundance, of expansion. Maybe you're philosophical, you have desire to teach or to share your knowledge or a higher wisdom. So you become this embodiment of that planetary energy. And if the planet is on the MC, so that's on your midheaven line, that means that this energy is funneling down into the area of your life of work, career, your position in society. So the planetary energy on the midheaven in your 10th house now means that energy is coming into manifestation in terms of your position in society and in in your career and in your public life. So it might not affect your identity or your home life or your relationships so much, but in your career, in your public image, and in the world stage that people see you on, that is where that planetary energy will be seen and make itself known. And then we have the Descendant. And so the Descendant is the seventh house. This is our one-to-one relationships. And so the interesting thing about when the planet is on the Descendant is that this most likely represents a projection of the planet's energy where people will symbolize or act out that planet for us. 
So we'll be surrounded by people who embody that archetypal energy. So rather than us being the symbol of that energy or of that planet in outer manifestation, like in the first house, where we become the living personification of that energy. On the other side of the first house, its opposite is the seventh house, the descendant. So on one hand, we have the ascendant. On the other flip side, we have the descendant. So instead of us being the living embodiment of that energy, we now have other people who are being the embodiment of that energy. So if we go to a place where we have Venus on the descendant, we might be surrounded by people who are very artistic, beautiful, creative. Maybe they're very like luxurious or successful. They're artists and they are surrounded by beauty and luxury and all of these Venusian themes so maybe we don't actually become that living embodiment of the artist or of the lover but we are surrounded by people who are very kind and loving and generous towards us and so that is the way that we experience that venusian energy is through the people around us through relationships and then lastly we have the i see and the IC is really interesting because this planet falls in the fourth house. And so this is our house of home, family, roots, foundation. But it's also the house of our inner world, meaning this house is really where there can be an unexpectedly significant change and it can be really interesting because it changes the foundation of who we are and the foundation of the way that we view ourselves. So let's say that we're all born into a certain family. We're born into a certain family with a certain ethnicity, social class, religion, values, and family line that we come from. So a planet on this line indicates a change in the context of this turning into something else. So for example, if you go to a place with Uranus on the IC, you will your experience of that place will help you transcend your race, social class, family, religion in order to become a new individualized person, which is Uranus themes, in order to become a more individualized or free person. So you will go through a process there of transcending where you come from, transcending your roots, your religion, class, social status, in order to become more free, more liberated, more autonomous and independent, which are all Uranus themes. So that's really interesting to me. The IC can kind of be overlooked or not really treated like it's a big deal or it can just be made out to seem like it's just your home life and your family life and the things that happen within your house within the people that you live with and within your your close-knit kin your clan but really 
the IC is about this deeper psychological transformation that goes on in terms of your family, your social status, religion, the place that you come from, your social class, all of this, your ability to go within, to transcend that template that you were born into and to transform it in order to come into a different definition of self. So that house can be kind of more of the unseen because that's a actually really deep inner process it's a a psychological process that goes on internally within and it can bring us into a deeper understanding of our lineage or our roots or who we are but it will be based off of something that we've discovered through ourselves, through the planetary archetypes working through us rather than through our programming or conditioning from the family that we were born into And I think that's a really beautiful process. I've personally experienced that line and it's really wild to see how those energies working through me had it radically transformed and sent me on a quest really to connect deeper with my own roots and lineage and the truth of who I am and where I came from. So it's not a angle to be slept on. Sometimes it, I know it can seem kind of less sexy than like these other ones, but it's it's a really beautiful and interesting process that it activates within us. So those are the four lines that I wanted to share and talk about today. We'll go into deeper detail on all of this more this year. As I said, this is something that's helped me so much. And so I definitely want to share more on this to help you understand how you can start to activate and work with these archetypal planetary energies in your own life. So there's a lot more on all of this and where it came from. If you want to learn more about this, you you can go to www.astro.com and go to scroll down to the bottom do click on astral travel that will allow you to pull up your own astro cartography map so you can get a general idea about what lines you have running through certain places and you'll probably notice pretty quickly like why you're drawn to certain certain places and feel pulled to them because you're already in relationship with them you already have a certain chemistry with them here's the big thing with pulling up one of these maps online, which you totally should do just to check it out. And I will also say that with these maps online, it doesn't accurately since it's a digital map it doesn't accurately portray the zone of influence that a line has meaning it it doesn't have a way of showing you how far we know you'll be in a region under planetary influence and how far away you have to go to not be under it so it's hard to get an accurate reading using these sort of maps you really need to have a paper map to be able to map out the accurate range of influence or zone of influence that a planet has in a place, meaning how far away you have to be to be out of the zone of a difficult planetary line and how close you need to be to a place under a beneficial planetary line. And this is something that I wish I would have done sooner because I was living in a place here I was thinking I was under a sun and mercury line, but I didn't accurately because I was just using the digital map. I wasn't able to calculate, accurately calculate, and it turns out that I was actually living right under a Saturn influence, which is not the easiest, which I'll talk about later. So that's just something it can really change your understanding and your perception of these influences. And once I got my official paper map and mapped 
worked it out that way, everything changed because I was able to see a lot more clearly, okay, where am I out of the range of being under difficult lines and then in the range of being under just positive influences where there's more flow and ease. So if you want to get a reading, I'm now offering astrocartography readings. So you can go to my website, www.mothereartherself.com and you can click on a session there and you can also email me, just put astro in the email headline, Jacqueline, J-A-C-L-Y-N at mothereartherself.com. Dot com or DM me on Instagram at Jacqueline Norton, J-A-C-L-Y-N-N-O-R-T-O-N, and we can set that up for you there. Only you can decide if that's right for you, and if you are, then it's such a beautiful way to, to come into a really deeper relationship with the earth and also activate these dormant archetypal energies within ourself as well. So this is the beginning of more to come on this. I also did a live on Instagram about astrocartography over there. You can check that out if you're curious and want to learn more. Um, and if you have any specific questions on this, send them my way. I'm happy to help or to talk about it in a future episode so feel free to shoot me an email or dm me there and let me know what questions you have in your own studies of astrocartography all right that is it for this episode today thank you so much for being here and i'll see you next time